G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Countdown about to begin. The fans up on their feet. Maguire. Slowly. Three to go. The season is over. Ah, uh, yes, will it be seven come Sunday? Time will tell. That goes back to beating the Melbourne Storm 15-8 back in 2006. So it's a long time between drinks. Uh, 17 years. Can it end on Sunday against the Penrith Panthers? Only time will tell. And don't forget our coverage. A big day of uh, NRL action on Sunday, starting with crunch time at 12 o'clock, right through to the grand final at 6.30. And it's all thanks to... Imar, the Tradies Insurance, and Brighton Homes, a big weekend grand final coverage right here on SENQ and SEN Gold Coast. Well, the uh, cricketers are back in action as well. The Queensland Bulls back playing in the Marsh Cup, beaten earlier in the week uh, by WA, and they take on South Australia tomorrow in a day-nighter. Um, and one of the coaches of the Bulls who uh, is joining us now, Andy Bickle, is a mad Broncos fan as well. So keeping an eye on the footy and the cricket, mate, how are you? Yeah, what a big weekend, mate. Um, you know, it's, uh, it is pretty special uh, when this can happen uh, for, for Brisbaneites like myself. Um, you know, I think if I'm, I'm supporting, uh, you know, the, the, the Queensland teams, you know, the Broncos, yes, every, every day of the week, the Lions, um, you know, which is um, such a... Uh, I think, you know, as a player, we had such a close respect for the... The Lappins, the the Simon Blacks, the you know those guys because we were actually training with them at the time. Mm. Um, because they um, they moved across, we moved across into the lines and trained at the line side of the ground because of the development of the 2000 Olympics. You know, so we actually got to know the Lions players very well. And then they did the three peat. So there's always been that soft spot there for the Lions. But uh, the Brisbane Broncos goes a long way back, and uh, it's just great to see Kevy and Alfie doing their job and. Um, um, they're doing it very, very well. They've um, you know, got that team really energised into playing good footy. And um, right across the park, you can say that every player is doing their job. And it's um, a real testament that hopefully, can they beat the superstars in, in Penrith Panthers this weekend? Yeah, Vic, I think it's one of the great things, too, of Australian sport. One of the great ongoing stories, how Alfie can continue to be on the field and run around like he does at his age could you imagine yourself having to run around in that blue shirt following those Broncos around? I mean, in all seriousness, he's look, he's past his best, Alf, but he's still out there, mate, and he can still manage to put one foot in front of the other. He is, and he's got those choice words too. Hey, dickhead, move left or you know, whatever, you know. So, um, you know, there's no, there's no hole in that defensive line and, and um, 
you know, I could just imagine Alfie just uh, just masking the troops around, giving them those choice words that they need mm. under pressure. And, um, you know, he does such a good job for them. And, um, you know, he, he, he probably such a good good mate of, of Kevy. So they, they think the same. They play together. They, they know exactly what... Um, it, how it should be done, and uh, when he's when he's pretty close to the group. The thing about Alfie is, mate, he's gone a bit softer in his older age, because all of a sudden I see him going to opposition players and giving them a bit of a hand when they get knocked <laughs> out or whatever. That, that's something Alfie's never done. <laughs> oh, great stuff. Now, Bick, um, from a cricket perspective, I mentioned the Bulls, so we'll talk about them shortly, but Australia, final match tonight um, against India. We've lost five in a row. The World Cup is not far away. Are you concerned? Should we be concerned about where we're at heading into a World Cup? Uh, probably not, Mark. We, we, you know, we've got those couple of practice matches um, leading in the Netherlands and Pakistan. Um, I mean, I, I think the, the Travis Head one's a little bit of a worry, but then, um, you know, the fact that he's done so well with Davy at the top of the order and take a bit of taken a fair bit of. Um, uh, sort of pressure off Davey, you might say, because there was obviously selection, uh, selection issues around Test cricket. But, but you know, you seem to think in white ball cricket that Davey's still going pretty well. But Tre- Travis has come in and, and whacked the ball around and taken that pressure off him. But, um, look, Mitchell Marsh is probably someone that you might think that um, could go to opening and, and, and play a role in that in that position. And especially in India with such a, such an experienced sort of um, playing at these venues, um, You'd like to think that Mitchell Marsh should go in there. So they've got a little bit to drill down on their batting order. But um, I do think that, um, you know, someone like Paddy Cummins obviously hasn't played a lot of those five matches. And you probably think that your captain probably should be leading into the World Cup. But, um, you know, I think I think they're pretty comfortable um, They're going into, into this. It's a World Cup. Look, we've got a, such a great record as a team going in. Um, and, and it shouldn't worry us that the fact that they've tried a few people in different positions leading into these into these matches. You know, obviously South Africa was pretty hard at the back end. We started pretty well, but then lost those ones at the back end. And now India um, and um, getting into India and, and playing India are a pretty hot team at the moment. So, um, look, look, the pressure will really come on India when we start to play in the World Cup. They're probably pretty relaxed at the moment. And they're playing pretty good cricket. So, um it's always interesting, a World Cup um, based in India for, for the Indian team. There's lots and lots of pressure on those guys. Well, you make me feel a little bit better. Thank you for that, Big. That's good. Do we know, <laughs> Do we know, uh, as an Australian, you know, from a selection perspective, what our best 11 one-day side is? Do you have a player or players that you think that are just, you know, a lock and, and should be there in that side? Well, I think obviously there's a bit of a question mark around Travis's position so someone like Manus I think will probably hold that position if Travis doesn't make that final final uh, fitness test or whatever he's got to do to, to do that but um, so therefore you, you sort of start to look at Warner at one and then you're into Marsh possibly opening Steve Smith uh, or Manus Lovershow can only bat at three probably in this team with, with the makeup of the team because I think it's going to be um, some all-rounders uh, that that play their part I reckon and Green probably goes to four. Stornis goes to five. Um, Maxwell um, at six. Um, Carey at seven. And then um, I believe, you know, because we're playing in Chennai, uh, the first match against India and then South Africa in Lucknow, uh, and once again, it's, an, it's another spin-friendly wicket, playing Sri Lanka at Lucknow as well. We get to Bangalore. Uh, we're playing Pakistan there. You probably go back to your seamers. But um, those first three matches are pretty key matches. So I think we have to have the two spinners in the team. So 
Um, so therefore, we've got to make up 10 overs between Stoinis, Green and Maxwell possibly, and maybe even a Marsh if he's fit enough to bowl. So, um, which gives us lots of options. So therefore, you can change your bowlers around a little bit and, and try and steal overs here and there. So, um, But it won't be that out-and-out out, um, fifth bowler, you might say, that's going to bowl the overs. Someone like a Hazelwood might have to miss out um, given the fact that you go in with Cummins and um, and Mitchell Stark. So um, that's how I'm thinking, and obviously Zampa, Zampa as well. So and that's no, what I would I would be thinking. No Spencer Johnson? Well, no Spencer, probably no Spencer Johnson. It's either a Spencer or, or Mitchell Stark, isn't it? Mm. So that's how they sort of fit into that lineup. Um um, you know, it's one or the other. So it's just a matter of who's going well at the time. If Starkey's not going so well, well, obviously you might drop him out. It is a long tournament. They're playing every four days. So um, you've got to be, uh, you know, you've got to be, If you, whoever's coming in, they've got to be pretty much of the same ilk, I suppose, mm. and bowl the same sort of overs and, and just swap them in and out. But um, I think given the conditions we've seen so far, you know, it is batter-friendly. Um, so we're going to have to bat deep. And I think... Um, you know, Agar coming in at eight uh, makes us quite deep deep in that batting order. Uh, and still being out of even Cummins at nine, you might say that that's a deep batting order. But then um, I don't think <laughs> it matters who who is bowling. Um, that fifth bowl is going for runs. So mm. if we can share it round and Stornis bowls a few and Greeny bowls a few and um, and Maxwell sneaks a few to a couple of left-handers in the middle overs, well, all of a sudden you can make up that 10 pretty quickly and... Um, and hopefully not go for too many runs and um, let the specialists um, in, you know, in two spins, especially Chennai. You know, I mean, I was the, I was the coach of the Chennai Super Kings there for five seasons, and um, it's 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 a wicket that takes some turn, and that's the wicket we'll be playing on against India in that first match. Mate, great to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We've run out of it. Good luck for the Bulls uh, tomorrow against South Australia at Allen Border Field. Fingers crossed that we get a win after uh, that loss to WA. And good luck for the year, mate, and great to chat again. Yeah, thanks very much, Mark. Yeah, it's always hard to beat the Western Australians, but hopefully we can get this out to South Australians measure tomorrow. Good on you, mate. Andy Bickle there joining us, uh, coaching staff of the uh, Queensland Bulls and uh, a World Cup winner himself with Australia, of course, when we won the World Cup in South Africa. His thoughts on the Australian side heading into this year's one-day World Cup.